1: For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and
0: you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement
2: offer. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992.
3: Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for
4: details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi.
5: Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Pterodactyl here on the Twitch chat notes that Fight Forever starts tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. And while they will not fight forever, they're going to fight for at least 24 hours. Telethon starts tonight as they're calling it. And on this program in the final segment of the show... Brett Lauderdale is going to join us to talk about all things Fight Forever. It's coming up later on in this program. In the meantime, we got a lot of news to talk about, not the least of which is the very, very interesting ratings from last night. Well, we got them yesterday for AEW and NXT. We'll tell you how those shows did. And yes, there are extenuating circumstances. So if you don't want to hear about extenuating circumstances because you live in fantasy land... And facts mean nothing to you. It's more about who beat who and bias and everything like that. Just turn the show on in about 20 minutes after. And then you can avoid your own being upset or whatever. But we'll tell you what actually happened and give you details. And then we have information on some NXT UK signings. And SmackDown is coming up tonight. If you're very excited about SmackDown. This would, of course, be the go-home show for the Royal Rumble. So we're going to find out, hopefully, more people in the Royal Rumble. Maybe we won't, actually. I mean, the old days would be like a surprise or two. Now we're talking the Women's Royal Rumble. There would be 18 surprises because we only have 12 women officially announced for that. I've also got some updates on some things that people have been talking about, including, yes, Kurt Stallion. And also, of all things, John Cena. I have some breaking news here on this program. I don't know if it's been reported elsewhere, but I'll tell you about it. So there's that and plenty of other stuff as well. We will probably not be taking phone calls today, but you may send in a text message. 425 780 7566 is the number. That is 425 780 7566. Back in a moment to kick it off with Mike Semper Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>
2: That's 800-846-2153. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back
5: you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards that's shaped like cash so you already know there's cash inside before opening it. But in this case, it's stuffed with your first year cash back match and you don't even have to send a thank you note. Cash back match. Only by Discover Card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter.
4: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline
5: Broadcasting
4: Network. Go.
5: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Simpervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We got a lot of news to get into here today. Obviously, the top story involves Kurt Stallion, Mike. Oh, yeah? Yes. Got some intel, do you? Yes, I can tell you, Mike, Mm -hmm. that as of Wednesday night, the idea was, in fact... That Kurt Stallion is a baby face. Oh. Now, granted, it's NXT, anything can happen. Maybe they watched it and thought, ah, this guy's got to go heel. The shooting star talk. (laughs) People don't like scientists (laughs) nowadays. He's got to be a heel. This astronomer, (laughs) Kurt Stallion. But on Wednesday, he was supposed to be a baby face. There's your first scoop today. To every woman in the
0: world, Matthew McConaughey is a is a baby face. So if that's what he's going after, uh, maybe he'll be able to do it. But like I said, maybe an agent needs to smack him a little bit for that sell. And Legato, they got me.
5: Well, hey, bro, they got him. I can't. What if I sent in your <laughs> kid to hit you in the back of the head with a hammer there while you're doing the show? You'd probably say, he got me. Something well, similar to that.
0: I did say that one time when he did a run in on a.
5: A post UFC Filthy and I show. See what I tell you. True. True. Okay. So the other scoop. Breaking news here on this program. All right. Now can we report that you said this? You can. I mean, you can report what I'm going to say. I'm not saying. Listen. Here's the deal, everybody. Right now at this moment, John Cena is in Vancouver and he's filming a movie. I know everyone's been talking about. Oh, maybe John Cena will be in the Battle Royal. Maybe he'll be a big surprise in the Battle Royal. Let me make it clear. I'm not saying he's not going to be in the Royal Rumble, okay? But I am telling you that he is actually doing something right now. Now, I don't know what his contract for his movie states or does not state. For example, when Rock is doing a movie, like, they no longer allow Rock to, in the middle of a movie, go wrestle. Because in the old days, every time Rock went to wrestle, he got seriously injured. I shouldn't laugh, but it's like, it's every time! And Hercules got put off dramatically, and so after that, it was kind of like, dude... You can't be doing these wrestling matches while you're making a movie. I don't know if the same thing has been stated to John Cena, but all I can tell you is that right now, I would say say it is unlikely he is a Royal Rumble participant because he is in Vancouver making this movie. Now, this weekend, we do have a show. We have a show Sunday. And I probably will be able to tell you Sunday if he's still in Vancouver or if he's not. So right now... That's where he's at, and so my guess is, my guess is, that he's probably not going to be in the Royal Rumble. But there you go.
0: Now, are you to play the fun speculation game as to if there is going to be a surprise? Who that person may be on the men's side of the Royal? Bro, Rumble? I don't
5: know. I mean, it could be anybody. It could be, it could be. Let me. Kurt let Stallion.
0: Let me, yeah, I don't think it's going to be Kurt Stallion, but. Uh, How about, since he hasn't been around for a while, his name has faded off of NXT TV, why not Pat McAfee? It could be
5: Pat McAfee. I will laugh. Can I say the word ass here on the air today? Yes. Whether I can or not, I will laugh it off. If Pat McAfee is in the Royal Rumble after doing nothing since losing a War Games match several months ago... And meanwhile, why? young Ricochet is such a geek that he cannot get into the rumble without a match against Stop AJ Styles. Stop he trying he to draw those two against each other. With it's each true. Other. That's what it is, Mike. Oh, no, it's two yes. separate,
0: completely separate things. You know what it is? It is completely separate. I'll tell you why. Because from WWE, the the main brands' point of view, they saw that success down there in NXT. They see the national radio show, radio show he has. They see all of this attention that Pat McAfee can bring you. And why not? He did such a great job down there in NXT. How about we quietly separate him from everybody that he was associated with down there? Boom. Now it's the Royal Rumble, a fresh new start. He's one of the people in there. Are you crying for Akira Tozawa? Are you crying for Drew Gulak? If you're not for them, why for Ricochet?
5: Bro, I'm not saying that I don't want Pat McAfee to be in the Royal Rumble. I'm begging for Pat McAfee to come back to TV (laughs) somewhere. I'm just pointing out how preposterous this is in storyline, that if you are a regularly working member of the main roster who has previously won championships, they consider you such a dork that you have to earn your way into the Royal Rumble. Whereas a guy like Pat McAfee, who has he won a match? I'm honestly not no. sure if he's ever even won a match. He's never won a match. He's won a match with the mic. But he can just show up at the Royal Rumble, presumably. Now, granted, he may hey. not be there. I'm not saying that. So, Remember when they randomly had Val
0: Venus come back and be in there? Remember when they brought back Kurt Henning and, and, and Kurt Henning made... The I mean, gold of dust, all bros
5: that is not considered a geek, Val Venus, they clearly have not been on this man's timeline. Now, let me talk about these ratings for Wednesday. Let me repeat this. If you're one of those people that has a brain the size of a penny, and you get very upset about facts, go away right now. Because you will not be able to figure this out. So Dynamite on Wednesday did 734,000 viewers and a point two nine in 18-49. to NXT on USA did 720,000 viewers and... And a 0.21 in 1849. Dynamite viewership was down 14.1 percent from last week. NXT was up 9.3 percent from last week. Combined viewership 1.454 million. There was NBA competition. It was Lakers game, and we do now have the quarter hours. Trigger warning here. What happened was, AW was inaccessible on certain streaming platforms for the first 20 minutes or something of the show. I didn't even know about this till I got the numbers. So if you look at the quarter hours, the AEW 18 to 34 numbers were one third what they normally are. So what that means is the older viewers, you will be stunned, watched the show primarily on television, this thing called the TV, okay? Younger viewers also watch it on TV, but a larger proportion of the younger viewers do in fact watch it on some sort of streaming streaming service, whether I got YouTube TV, which I guess I watched it later, so I don't know if it was a problem early, but I watch it on YouTube TV, other people, Sling TV or whatever. So those younger viewers, what happened was a lot of them turned on AEW and it wasn't on. It's a blank screen. So they then switched over to NXT. NXT had a big rise there. So for the first hour, this was affecting the AEW numbers. And AEW never recovered from the first 20 minutes, affecting the younger viewers that normally would watch in a streaming app. Now, once 9 o'clock hit and both shows had whatever viewership they were going to have, and apparently a lot of people at 9 o'clock did switch to the Lakers game because both shows declined from that point forward. In fact, AEW declined uh, the Shaq segment with Red Velvet. That was the highest-rated thing on AEW. And from there, it started to decline until the end of the show, which is probably the Lakers game. And for NXT at about 9 o'clock, it completely fell off a cliff for the rest of the show. So that's what happened on Wednesday night. I wouldn't say throw out the numbers, but I would say that if you're watching this and you have deduced that all of a sudden everyone decided they don't like AEW anymore... You are, quite frankly, a mad person. My guess is that next week, unless there are further technical issues, AW is probably going to do a good number for the beach show, whatever it's called. Beach Break? Is that what it is? Beach Break, I believe, Beach yes. Break? I was chastised for calling it Beach Blast. It's a beach show, everybody. That's it. That's That's pull, it. Pulled a Jeremy piv in there. It was a summer fest. Like more people are going to watch or not watch if I call it Beach Break versus Beach Blast beach balls or beach bums whatever i might call it but anyway that's what happened there and such is life so those are your numbers for wednesday night
0: and uh, because if you're nxt or if you're somebody that now wants to like carry around and throw shots at aew i mean the one thing you can hold your your hang your hat on is nxt was over 700,000 that's good. Just take that and, and be happy with it. Don't try to throw shots at AEW because when, you know, that test pattern was taking place during the first uh, segment of, of Monday night or Wednesday night, the bottom line is you still lost 18-34 to 34 to a test pattern. Back in a moment, Observer
5: Live.
2: 800-754-4531.
4: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
5: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So here's what's been announced for SmackDown tonight. All right. So, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens have a. Last man standing match on Sunday. And so tonight, according to WWE, they will quote, and I absolutely swear to God I quote this, engage in a war of words. Oh, no. Yes. Tonight, Michael Cole will sit down with the head of the table and his resilient challenger en route to their last man standing match for the universal title at Sunday's Royal Rumble and engage in a war of words. Well, give it to
0: them. You know, it's not a contract signing, but we're still going to get a table turned over at the end. So they've got a different way to do this now. They're at least not having the debate anymore. Now at
5: least we can have the sit-down conversation. We've also got Bailey versus Bianca Belair. Why not? do it for free with no advertising. I guess they advertise it today. And I think that's it. So there you go. Kurt Stallion not there? Kurt Stallion is not on the show tonight, Mike. But he may as well be on 205 Live for all I know. I'm actually not positive. So, WWE also announced a bunch of new NXT UK signings, including Iko Satamura, And I'm actually going to save this news for later on today when myself and Lance Storm do a figure four daily because uh, some of these were trained by Lance Storm. So there you go. We can talk about some of these individuals here, because I don't know nothing about them.
0: I don't even ask know anything them. about Kurt Stallion, much well, less these shit. new signees. Well, you we shouldn't know anything really about the new signees, because they're new signees. I mean, Kurt Stallion, it's not like they had a bunch of evolved tape that they could have played, but they they decided not to do that. But they are trying now, maybe you know, in vain as a baby face, but we'll see how that goes. But one thing I want you to ask Lance is, even to this day, does he think he can take Mako Satomura? Because I'm not sure that he can.
5: And that's no insult to Lance. I'm just, just curious. This person here says, I had the TNT outage on Wednesday night on my PlayStation View. Interestingly enough, I checked on TBS and it was running fine. But True TV also had issues around the same time. So something might have had to do with the Turner Network channels. I can't explain anything to you because I watched it on YouTube TV and it was totally fine. Actually, there was one weird thing which has never happened before, every now and then. Uh, Lance, by the way, uh, uh, Little Birdie told me, no, he can't take her. See, anyway, well. so uh, there was yeah. one weird glitch on my YouTube TV, which was twice during the show, all of a sudden it skipped back one second, at completely at random, and then the audio was off, which, of course, when the audio's off, it's like everyone's, when they do, com- like, promos or whatever verbal battles whatever it said on smackdown that's hard to follow and then people take a bump and there's no sound but then they do take a bump so it feels like i'm watching the match from two miles away so i reset it and it worked fine but that was the only thing that happened to me i didn't even know literally i had no idea until like posted the ratings and then like everyone was like ah well there's a ah so i investigated and i got the information and some of you are unable to process such information now, I feel rah, for you. Did rah,
0: rah come through as, like, did they leave messages, or did that come through as text? Like, usually you... butt
5: dials. That's how it's, uh, uh, okay. you know what I'm Chris, saying. Chris, Las Vegas, I understand. Hmm. First is, I believe the thing that I like most about AEW is how they do heat and manage those heat segments on their show. The heels do dirty, despicable, and diabolical stuff to the babyfaces, and most of the time they're foiled immediately by the good guys on the same show. We saw three examples just this week. Marco SCU and Top Flight running in after Lucha horns were chopped off. Britt Baker and Reba ran for their lives after Thunder Rosa came out. And John Moxley, this was actually my favorite. Like a smart babyface saw Kenny's sneak attack from behind and laid him out instead. I did love that. Dude, I was watching a Superstars of Wrestling the other day. Just whatever reason, I was I was on the treadmill and I thought, I'm gonna watch an old Superstars from back in the day. And Bret Hart is doing an interview. He's about to face Razor Ramon at the Royal Rumble. So all of a sudden, in the middle of this, out comes Ric Flair. So Brett is there with two heels, and Bobby Heenan, so three heels. And I was just so, so amazed watching this. And it's like, I'm pretty sure that Bruce Pritchard was part of that show too, which is inconceivable. Talk about another guy that's lost his mind. So Brett's there, and he's first he talks to Razor, and then Rick comes out or whatever. And so as he's doing this promo, he's kind of like surrounded. And so Rick is like a little behind him, but he's not an idiot. So Brett's cutting this promo on Razor, but like every now and then he just he turns around to make sure that he knows where Rick is at all times. Because he's not a moron. So eventually, of course, somebody says something and you know, a fight breaks out. And so immediately Brett is being double teamed by two guys and Bobby Heenan is cheering him on. So like, if this was raw, like, you know, what would happen today, they'd beat this guy down for 15 minutes. And when you were totally bored of the beatdown, they they beat him down for five more minutes and then they'd go to a commercial. Okay. Well, lo and behold, Brett gets jumped by two guys and like, Boom, lickety-split. There's another babyface out to even the odds and help out Bret Hart. You'll never guess who this babyface was. Who? Mr. Perfect! (laughs) Well, he runs out and he beats up Razor Ramon and he beats up Ric Flair and the heels get sent packing. And I'm like, my God, 1992, WWF superstars. There's like Papa Shango's on the show and all this other gobbledygook, but they could still... They could still book babyfaces and heels properly. But there was no gobbledygooker.
0: Look, it's before they were still reinventing. Vince McMahon was still reinventing things into the vision of what he wanted, but it was still pro-wrestling with a bunch of pro-wrestlers. That's what it was. That's what AEW does. That's what most places do. It's not that difficult. You can have shades of gray without being obnoxious that was always the case with like there was always that's why i really liked the eddie kingston lance archer thing when that was going on because it's like you know the four horsemen don't like the russians the russians don't like the road warriors the road warriors don't like i mean there's there's a tie-in and there's a hierarchy and, and everybody when you give everybody something to work with when everybody's got a little bit of equity built up For some reason or another, it gets other people involved and things matter more and you can combine things and pull them back. And when you have coherent plans that you lay out, you can intermingle people and you can intertwine because, you know, it's not like Mr. Perfect may have wanted to go out there to help Bret Hart. It was more because he had a beef with Ric Flair. So you can do things like that when you have better planning and you can, again, when everybody's actually got a role and a purpose and isn't just you know mashed down and everybody just not one of a a bunch of faces which unfortunately they have they have no stars and they have less they have more characters than ever and less unique characters than ever because they're there again what what do you have unfortunately right now when it comes to stars and it's you know roman reigns is great but then you look at the rest of the roster and you're going okay well what are they going to do for the royal rumble how many times can you keep bringing goldberg back you know, it's just it's it's very frustrating because it was one thing to build up Drew McIntyre, but how about building up some people with him along the way? They've done a good job with Bobby Lashley. That's a concern that I have that Bobby Lashley's gonna lose to Matt Riddle, who's been played like a geek for month after month after month and has lost matches and has been nothing. And I'm sure somebody's going, Man, this could be a great chance for Matt Riddle to win the title and they'll do something new. I'm not looking at it that way. I'm looking at it as the possibility of taking the title off of Bobby Lashley when you shouldn't because there's no reason that you should. And then basically having Matt Riddle then trip down the line in two weeks and lose it to Shelton Benjamin or somebody like that anyway. It's just there's no faith in, in anything that they do, unfortunately, right now. And I think there's less interest in the Rumble this year. In the actual Rumble match itself, it certainly seems like there's less interest than ever. I could be wrong about that. Maybe I'm stuck in some little weird bubble, but I don't think I am.
5: As far as Jungle Boy versus Dax Harwood, my favorite AEW match of 2021 so far. An easy mix of a great baby face, a great heel, timeless layout. This was the most confident Jungle Boy has ever looked as well. Quality stuff, and I love the simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! I got another one. This person noticed as well. Those by-the-numbers Royal Rumble hype video packages Mark used to despise. WWE haven't been doing those for a couple of years now on the go-home shows. Hopefully, they put them on the actual pay-per-view show. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, they used to annoy Mark, but at least it hyped up the show. Now, there's nothing. Looking by the way, that more- was another one. Good. If I may. Yes. So I was watching a... Actually, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was the same superstars because it was going to be Bret Hart, Razor Ramon at the Royal Rumble. And they had an event center with Gene Okerlund where Gene's talking about the Rumble and he says, next week, we will announce six of the participants for the Royal Rumble. Dude, by the time this event center was over, I was so much more excited for like the 1993 or whatever Royal Rumble (laughs) than I was for this one. It's like they've totally forgot – That pro wrestling used to be you hype up shows, you get people excited so they want to see it. What has happened to that? And no, I'm not an old man. Hyping up shows is not an antiquated concept. Well, it is in one place. Back in a moment with Brett Lauderdale talking fight forever. Wrestling Observer Live.
2: in the in the meantime the your home Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? 1759 800 449 again that's 800 449 1759
6: do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions a change in life circumstances or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees if you feel stuck or you just need to get out of your timeshare newton group is here for you they are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an a rating from the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of five stars on Trustpilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business. So it's important you go with a company you can trust, and nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to timeshare exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877 We Do Exit. Why pay for something you aren't even using? Give us a call at 877 We Do Exit or visit Newtonexit.com today.
2: We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt.
4: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
5: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. very happy today to be joined by Brett Lauderdale, talking the fight forever, I can't even. I can't even call this show. It's like a telethon, I think they're calling it. Brent, what's going on? Uh, you know, it's, I'd like to call it a uh, marathon or a telethon. I think those
7: are better, better um, terms to describe it. But um, I'm just sitting here right now and uh, trying to make the last-minute preparations.
5: Well, for those that don't know, Fight Forever is taking place over 24 hours, although I was told by Joey Janela it could go 36 hours. He seemed to think it could literally go forever. I guess you could confirm or deny that, but at least 24 hours. And uh, I guess tell everybody, it's free on the YouTube page tonight, Fight TV. Tell everybody about this show.
7: So it is currently scheduled for 24, but yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll go longer than that. Um, It starts at 8 p.m. tonight, and it will be streaming live and free for everyone on both the GCW youtube channel and also on fight tv um this is to raise money for a lot of independent wrestlers who are currently not very busy who went from you know just eight nine months ago went from having four or five shows a week to down to you know two a month if they're lucky so that is the purpose of this event and we are accepting and uh hoping for donations for those who have a couple dollars to spare through the indiegogo page which you can find on all the gcw social medias
5: so i'm looking at the i'm looking at your twitter actually which has a uh, graphic here for the show and i mean this is very (laughs) this is very intricately scheduled right here show at eight show at 10 show at midnight show at one and so on and so forth for 24 hours here and i've been to a lot of wrestling shows in my lifetime and as i look at the schedule here i do not find it hard to believe that this could in fact go 36 hours
7: I'm sure. I sure hope it doesn't go 36 hours. I mean, I spent like the last eight hours,
5: um, putting
7: together a quote unquote format in hopes that it will keep it in line and keep all the, uh, blocks to their times and mix in the sponsor, uh, you know, live reads and commercials. And it's my first time, you know, putting together something of this magnitude. So we'll see if I did it right or not. And then on the other half, we'll see if the wrestlers actually follow the, uh, the guidelines, you know, which, as you know, with wrestlers, especially independent wrestlers, that's always a, um, a big ask. It's always an adventure to hear
0: about on the the Patreon that you have, some of the podcasts where, you know, the subject comes up about a wrestler doing something and, you know, you're asked, hey, you know, what was up with that? And flat out, dude just didn't listen, dude just didn't care. Dude had to be yelled at when he got back to the back. What is it like trying to deal with and and, and corral all of these different oh. personalities, especially in a GCW locker room? What is that? What is that like? I mean, you had such trying circumstances last year, and I'm sure we're going to get to that. But what is that on the regular like for you dealing with with things every every
5: time you run you're a trying show? to give this guy a panic attack? The show's tonight.
7: <laughs> I know. Jeez. Um, I mean, the, the GCW locker room is obviously a little bit of a different breed from your average indie show. Um, you know, you have a lot of, uh, free spirits in here and people who like to do their own thing. And, um, it kind of comes with the territory, you know, um, I, I know what I'm getting into with most of these guys. So, I mean, it doesn't make it any less stressful, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, um, it's the, the life we chose here at GCW. So you know, it's not always fun, and sometimes it feels like uh, maybe babysitting, or like I have to be the principal in middle school. But at the end of the day, um, you know, these these guys in this locker room produce a product that's very popular, and um, and I enjoy working with all of them, and the fans really seem to like it. So, I mean, if I have to if I have to endure a bit of a headache to to get the final product and the final result, then that's what I have to do.
5: Brett, if I may how long have you been doing this i've been i've been
7: doing this as a promoter uh for i guess this will be the fifth or maybe like fifth and a half years depending on what you count as as a first show which is a whole other story but um i mean i've been involved in in independent wrestling since uh, i guess 2007 so Um, i've really done it all you know i was a referee for many years and uh you know one time i i worked uh with czw and i did i did you know a bit of everything from refereeing to filming and editing promos to writing press releases to um you know working on logistics with travel and you know pitching ideas and not just czw but i i did it you know almost everywhere that there was on the indies so I've been around, and I've worked for a lot of people, and that, you know, all those experiences kind of set me up to become a promoter and do this on my own.
5: So the reason I ask is because I, I am in fact an old man, and I started doing this in the '90s. And if I looked at this lineup here, 24 hours and what is it, 18 different shows or whatever it is here, yeah, 18. Yeah. I mean the 90s dude this would be an all-timer an all-time epic disaster okay now so mm-hmm. you don't have a panic attack i look at this in 2021 and honestly i think this is going to largely go off without a hitch what have what I changes mean, have yeah. you seen in since when you started in 2007 i mean do you feel that something like this could have been done in 2007 cuz i feel like it's a much different business today yeah,
7: it's obviously a much different business today. I mean, it's hard to say if this could have been done in 2007, because, uh, or back in your day, as you say, because the game has changed so much. Uh, you know, the independents have, um, even though you know the the TV wrestling seems to have decreased a bit in popularity, uh, up until the the pandemic began. Indie wrestling was was in the midst of an unprecedented boom in my opinion i mean there was promotions and not just promotions but popular promotions drawing big crowds and running regularly all over the country in markets that we had never knew as independent wrestling markets before so it is a different game today um i mean there's more independent wrestlers than ever and more good ones than ever and that makes something like this more doable if you will
0: because of the last year being so hectic and so crazy, you know, you, you became kind of a lightning rod. And GCW became a lightning rod for a lot of people that complained about everything, whether it was running shows, not running shows, whatever. Can you kind of give us a, a small glimpse into... What last year was like because it seemed to be you could, you were damned if you do or you're damned if you didn't. If you weren't running shows, you weren't paying bills. Wrestlers weren't paying bills. But if you did decide to run a show, then you got people coming after you, even though you took all the measures you could for COVID and all that sort of stuff just what was last year like and i guess what did you learn kind of moving forward uh here as we go into 2021 what did you learn from some of the experiences that you had from from being out there and being the one that a lot of people would point at and and either cheer you or boo you
7: so the the last year has obviously been it, it's been challenging in a lot of ways both obvious and and not obvious um And it's been rewarding at times and it's been really um, disheartening at times. And, um, you know, there are people who want us to keep going and, you know, the wrestlers who want to keep going and, of course, to do it in a safe way. And then there's another portion of people who say you can't do this or you shouldn't be doing this or you're doing this wrong. And, um, you know, we have to kind of try to find that that balance and and ultimately, you know, we have to do what's best for us. And, you know, everything we've done over this, this last nine, ten months, um, you know, we've done our best the whole way. We've done our best to do this safely and properly and follow guidelines. And, um, you know, we think we've done a good job of that. Um, and, you know, there are other people that, that, that would like to see us do more and it is what it is. And we've learned on the go too. You know, there are things that we did back in June that we might not do now. And there are things that we might not have done back in June when we started doing this, that we are doing now. And it's just like with everybody, it's learning on the go uh, with this COVID stuff. Um, And things change all the time too. The rules are always changing. Um, Guidelines are always changing. The numbers are always going up. They're going down, they're going up. Um, So it's, you know, it, it is, um, you know, every every show is a challenge. It's I've said it before, but it's you know we're doing three times the the amount of work for you know one third the the payoff at the end of the day, um, and you know that that sucks. But it is what it is. We can either try to keep going or we can pack it up and sit at home until this all clears up. Which who knows when that's going to happen? So um, I mean, at the end of the day, the end end of the day, it's been about honestly, what what do what do the GCW wrestlers want? And what do the GCW fans want? And they want us to keep going, so we have to stay true to both both parties there, it's,
5: you know? Okay, so back before there was a pandemic, there would be a WrestleMania weekend, and there would be 8,000 shows running, and you'd always hear, ah, Eddie Kingston's working 13 shows over the weekend, or whatever it was. So you've mm-hmm. got, obviously, a ton of shows over the next 24 hours starting tonight, Fight.tv and... YouTube, do you know who the Iron Man or woman is for tonight? I mean, is there somebody that's working like eight of these shows?
7: I don't think there's anybody doing like eight. I think there's a few people that are doing three. Um, I think I think Manders is doing three. I think um, who's the other ones doing three? Uh, maybe Nate Webb may be doing. Or who who's the other ones? I actually have. Who? Uh, There's a couple doing three. Actually, they're slipping my mind right now. Um, But there's also, there is the actual Ironman match, which is Jordan Oliver and Tony Deppin, and they're slated to go an hour. So they're Ironman in and of themselves, and um, I'm really anxious to see that match. But I think there's three or four people that are doing three matches. So those are the ones to look at. And then who knows? Anything can happen. Anything can change. So maybe we'll see somebody go, go deeper than that.
0: Are you going to try to be up for all 24 hours of this, or do you have some security people in place that uh, that you can trust while while you take a nap for a little bit?
7: Yeah, I, I think I'm going the whole way. Unless I uh, pass out on the laptop, I'm going to be going the um, the whole 24 hours. And, uh, yeah, I mean,
5: I don't Bro, know. Bro, you better I be would, taking uh, a nap right after the show here.
7: Yeah, I may do that too. Um, but, you know, I'm such a weirdo. Like I don't, I don't. Even though I have good people around me, like I, I really don't, I don't trust anybody else to to do it. And that's uh, again, that's not a knock on them. It's just because I, I just, that's just the way I am. So I have to be there for. I have to be up for twenty four hours, and I'm gonna do it.
5: All right. So if you go to indiegogo. dot com and you type in Fight Forever, there is an Indiegogo here, which is currently at thirty three thousand nine hundred and ninety four dollars. So in addition yep. to all of the money that you guys have raised through sponsorships and this and that, there's also an extra thirty four thousand dollars that is gonna be divvied up among the wrestlers. The goal here, forty thousand, it's a flexible goal. So if you're listening to this right now and you just want to help all of these wrestlers out, head up there, indiegogo.com, fight forever, and put a donation in and one hundred percent of these proceeds going to the wrestlers, correct?
7: yeah one hundred percent. GCW is getting zero dollars. there is no management fee. there is no oh, we'll take a little bit. Um, it's one hundred percent for the wrestlers. Um, we did this on a smaller scale uh, two times earlier this year. and um, I mean this is the wrestlers will can vouch for it. I mean they they um, they see all the numbers and we we divide it up in front of them and and it goes where it's supposed to go. they're They're getting one hundred percent of this. and uh, just for the record, uh, I'd like to amend that goal. Our, our real goal is $50,000. I want to get the $50,000 split for all these wrestlers and uh, make sure that everybody goes home with a, a real nice chunk of change. So, um, and if anybody sees that, us getting near that goal on the Indiegogo,
5: um, we're not going to stop. We're going to try to keep going and get all the way up to 50. All right. We'll stand by back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live.
2: That's 855-325-1780
0: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
4: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look. I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him...
2: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
3: Matthew. Uh,
5: Oh, sorry.
3: It's okay. I just need you to listen to me.
2: I know that a lot
5: of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
4: I mean, let's be honest, no kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know
5: it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most.
7: Hey, want a drink?
4: No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's
5: ahead. Thanks, Mom for never giving up and always being my biggest fan.
4: Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for
7: talking.
1: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
4: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
5: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. Brett Lauderdale joining us here today and tonight, tomorrow and tomorrow night, next 24 hours. Fight forever. GCW, YouTube, Fight.tv. Brett, let's get some plugs out for all of this. How can listeners watch and participate? Where'd he go? Uh-oh. Oh, Oh boy. Oh, boy. Just for that, Brett, I'm not going to plug it. I'm just kidding. All right. Tonight, Game Changer Wrestling. You can watch Fight Forever, presented by Orange Crush. Brought to you by Fight.tv. It begins this evening, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, which will be, hey, head-to-head with SmackDown. You can watch this and, I think, everything else on television for 24 hours. That's what I'm told. Right after the show that, well, I guess we're taping the last show. But anyway, January 29th, 8 Eastern, ends January 30th, 8 Eastern. There are, by my count, 18 different wrestling shows running back-to-back for 24 hours. You can listen and watch live and free on the YouTube page of GCW or Fight TV. So once again, that's 5 Pacific 80s for tonight for 24 hours. Bro, if you're busy at 5, watch at 9. If you're busy at 9 tonight, wake up at 6 a.m. and watch it because it's going for 24 hours. All proceeds will go to the wrestlers who've had a very tough time over the past year you can help support this not only by watching, but by going to the Indiegogo. Indiegogo.com. Fight forever. It's currently at $33,994. Maybe that's gone up since we did this. But anyway, back it, help out the wrestlers, and enjoy some pro wrestling tonight. That's it, everybody. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Twitch homies. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.